Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome everybody back. Good to be here. Alright, sit down, sit down. Let's get your hand out of my I got time today. <laughs> welcome back for part two. Jack of all spades, family. Part two of our pandemic. I am your Reverend, Reverend Blue Water of Spades Missionary Baptist. Oh, we're gonna have some church in here today, huh? Can I get an amen? amen. Okay, all right. Tell your mother, tell your father, tell your sister, send a telegram. My. And we back. We back. All right, so talking, you know, moving forward past the coronavirus. Yeah. So how are we preparing ourselves to be better? And as it says, you know, the excuse of not having enough time is gone. You know, I seen something about that. Somebody posted a post saying that, um, talking about uh, you shouldn't... uh, harp on folks who didn't use their time to learn a new trade or learn a new skill. You know, maybe they just won't use this time to, to grieve or to to think or to, to relax. And my rebuttal to that is that post I seen. I feel like it still stands where you know what time management is always about time management. Right. You don't want to put all your time into one thing. It's of course we want to relax. We want to think we want to grieve we want to reflect. Yeah. But all your time shouldn't go to just that. True. Maybe right. an hour at the day you want to sit to reflect. Maybe two hours a day you want to grieve. Or maybe an hour and a half you want to sit to um to to chill. But you should have put all your eggs in one basket as far as you know. It's time management at the end of the day. So what I'm hearing is you should definitely be working on something Correct. To, to be better. Like not to Always. say you gotta start a full-fledged business. No. But yeah. you know, something we all have um, limitations mm-hmm. or things that we have to work on as a person. Like if you're sitting sitting around this this earth thinking that you're perfect, you're wrong. So <laughs> straight up. So all of us have something that we could be working on, and that, that definitely uh, leads me to just on a personal thing. Like just working to be better as a a partner for my lady because there's been a lot of shortcomings on my end. So um, this time definitely with. Working on the stuff that I'm working on as far as my my personal growth in a professional sense, in an educational sense, with what we're doing here, trying to you know be the best podcaster you know I can be. There's a lot of stuff that I got to work on as far as my interpersonal relationships as well. So this this gives you a lot of time to reflect. Like I wanted to make a post um, the other day about if with all this time you could definitely be working on those you know, self limitations. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can't be too, too prideful and too, too much of an ego or have too much of an ego to say, you know what? I'm good the way I am as it stands because we all could, we all could benefit from getting a little bit better. That's true. Yeah, it's always a time to learn, man. And like, like you just said, in reflecting that you have to be able to, it's easy to point a finger, but you got to be able to say, all right, what could I have done better? Or oh, what yeah. can I offer better? Or what can I do more of? Or, you know, all those kind of factors that could have, been a part of whatever it was, so yeah, straight up, and not not just for you know relationships, just with anything. Like, anything like if you're at your workplace and you got this time to be away from work, and it's like you know what, maybe you wasn't getting the most high marks at work, or maybe you know you were slacking a little bit. Just mm-hmm. give you time to reflect and be like, you know what, when we do get back to a sense of normalcy, let me change these things. Uh, let me make these things better. 
true. That's a fact. The criticism are always there if you're listening to them. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to be looking for them if you yeah. want to find them, though. You know, that constructive, a lot of people like to, you know, hide from it because they don't want to confront hey. the, the, that what they have to take accountability for something that they did. Yeah. You know, a lot of people hate taking that accountability. That's true. You got to know I'm, yourself to grow yourself. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way because like I was saying before, but the podcast, you know, before a lot of times, like I, will, I wouldn't listen back to the podcast and hear how I sound like. I knew I did bad or I wasn't as good as I wanted <laughs> nah, to be. And so, that. So, I'm, so I'm like, no, hmm. I ain't gonna listen to him. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna say, shit. <laughs> exactly. So I wouldn't listen back to it. Like, you know what, man? Like, you know what? I got to a point. You know what? I got to listen back to these podcasts and hear how I sound like so I can make corrections and better myself. And I noticed when I, I, I went through and listened to all the old podcasts, I'm like, man. Like I said before, I got to put more energy. I got to interject more. I got to, you know, engage more in the podcast. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to, you know, do from this point on. Because like, mm-hmm. you, you can't change the, the, your problems until you face them. Yeah, you got to address so them. So you got to face them head on, address them, and change them. So, yeah. yeah. Well, big, up, big up yourself on that, brother. <laughs> big up. For real, big up the man, yeah. them, the girl, them, all that. All, them. all that. <laughs> Like Mariah say, love everybody. <laughs> well, so now we're going to jump in the time machine. We're going to fast forward past all this bullshit. All that. After Corona. Yep. After Corona is over and we, you know, back to a sense of normalcy. Where is the first place that you wanted to travel to? Banks, what you saying? Uh... That I want to travel to, or well, I will travel what to. What you because mean? Should nah, it be the nah, same? Same thing. Should it be the same, same exact thing, bro? Probably Make it be. happen. Yeah. Should be, but you know, as far as looking out the country, I was looking at Singapore. Singapore. But, um, as far as what? Stay, stay even, away from the outdoor markets. <laughs> Listen, you ain't even got to tell me that. You ain't got to tell me that. I'm staying in safe quarters. But um, I will say, uh, once all this quarantining had started, there was a big talk about. Yo, you seen the flight prices? You seen how much it costs to fly yeah. here? So you know my ass got on uh, skip lag and found me a trip to LA for 150. Like, oh, I'm out of here. And then I saw it three weeks later. I was like, oh, we still stuck. 420, I can't even get to LA. It doesn't even matter no more. I can't blow no weed, you know. So, that boy was strategic with it. You know, it's always a plan, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I'm definitely going to rebook this trip to LA. I said I got to get to DC. Uh, might take a ride to Atlanta at some point, but you know, hit the okay. quick ones. Those is real quick, and then yeah. I'll probably jump to LA. Why be? I know um, you're going somewhere. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, if everything's cool by December, by New Year's, I'm trying to go to the islands somewhere hot. You know, last year I did, I did cold weather, so I'm trying to, you know, be somewhere in the beach, somewhere hot. Okay. Anyone in particular, or anywhere in particular, yeah. anyone. I mean, anyone I didn't like. It's oh, a lot of Caribbean island? islands. Like, I don't know. I'm not too sure. But anywhere hot, where the beach at, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to go to. It, 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 it could be Jamaica. Beach in Miami. Hell, that's not <laughs> 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 Not Miami, like, If it's Jamaica, hit a hit of Jamaica. If it's the Bahamas, Bahamas. But um, okay. Ibiza, maybe Ibiza. Who, who knows? Oh, man, I'm but trying to get out there, too. Anywhere like where it's hot, some sand, I'm I'm there This uh, for, the, for the New Year's. Um, Of course, I'm going to... We had to push back our trip to Paris because, you know, the whole Corona thing. Right, so yeah. we're going next year in July. So Paris, I'll be in Europe for the first time in Paris in July. Passport good? Passport good. Right. It's it, it been good. And, and, and the ticket's already bought. So we, we got we to transfer it to yeah, next year. Yeah, so we good on that. So that's my two places that I'm trying to go to out of the country. That's but after Rona thing is finished. That's okay. what I'm going to. I mean, for me, it's one that's the U.S. territory, but it's something that I'm already familiar with. Um, Guam. 
I've been just like looking up on Guam on IG and just looking up, trying to stay current with what's going on over there. Like I've always told myself, all the places that I've lived in, I want to go back at some point in time just to kind of reconnect. So Guam is definitely one place, but of course the number one place is London. I gotta get. I want to go. Like I feel like within the, the next two years, if you know everything is good on the pandemic front, I'm gonna be out there. You know, connecting with the roots. You know, keep your ass. I, mean, I need to get my <laughs> accent back. I need to get it back. They ain't gonna try. They ain't gonna tell you. Nah, my, my passport says United States now. I'm, they can't keep me. They cannot keep me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's, that's what I got lined up. Let me go ahead and get that. So, you know, of course, we've been talking about, you know, some, some good and fun stuff is kind of time to hit the more serious stuff man as you know we all know with this coronavirus you got people protesting the stay-at-home orders and that Yikes. they they walking around the the streets of whatever city they in no going mass. to the the capitol building with no assault gloves. rifles armor on mm-hmm. but of course they don't look like us nah. and then i think about i had i had to make a post about it man i usually don't get too much into this topic but I had a post with Kaepernick kneeling down. They calling this man a son of a bitch, but these people protesting and they looking at them like they're patriots, like they're heroes. And the first thing I thought about was freedom of speech. We all have it, right? And then I took it even further, Declaration of Independence. So 1776, all men are created equal. In 1776, who was slaves? It ain't equal, and it's 2020, and shit still ain't equal, man. It's nah. it's crazy to me, man. Like, and I don't even like to be that person, but for for a certain population to say, by you not standing up for this flag, you are trash. You are the scum of the earth. But you guys are going against what your own government say, yep. walking around with assault rifles. First thing, if we if all four of us brothers got up right now, walk to downtown Charlotte with some assault rifles, we done. I promise you we won't make it. Make it we won't make it off Wilkinson Boulevard. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so you know it's it's not it's not it's not equality, it's not equitable, it's it's crazy to me, man. And you know, with me working in the education field, you see it a lot more too because certain students are treated differently or the way they're talked about for the same behaviors or kids doing the same thing, getting different amount of suspension days, like it it's it's ingrained in this society, man. Sad to say, yeah, it's the DNA of what we live. I mean, it was built on racism and slavery and entitlement. So yeah, you know, it's still on stand forever. I mean, until until the system changed, which people don't want them to change. Yeah, well, I don't know if we're waiting on that to change because we don't waited this long. I don't think there's gonna be any change. Straight up, nah, really. It's gonna take a complete overhaul, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah, man. It's not. It's sad to say, but it's not gonna happen. So we just, we, I mean, you know, with the old, the old Negroes would say, you know, y'all do the best y'all can. You know, they fought for us and all that. We definitely appreciate the ones that came before us because we do have a lot more opportunities in these days. But it's, it still ain't sweet. Like, let's not get it twisted. It ain't, it ain't sweet still. Stay woke. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, at least try to be woke. Yeah, you know, we had to take it there real quick. But back to some more lighter subjects. So expanding the mind. Yeah. What y'all been reading? What you saying, YBB? Um, so I just got done with a book. Um, it's called The Spook Who Sat By the Door. Uh, yeah, okay. I read that book. Uh, my girl got it for me. Appreciate that, babe. Shout um, out. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dope book. It's about a guy named Daniel Freeman 
who um, it's a it's a it's a fiction book. It's a fiction book. I don't think it's not fiction. It's a fiction book. It's a a guy who who had infiltrated the uh, CIA. I can't really say infiltrated because he he got recruited to join the CIA. He meet the credentials. Yeah. They were doing a program because they, they they noticed they didn't have any black people in the CIA, and so they had a class about nine people. Out of the nine, he was the only one who made it past through the course. He made it into the CIA. Um, after that, he decided to quit the CIA and go back home to Chicago and just took what he learned from the CIA to Chicago. And then he uh, basically, it's a whole like uh, uprising in Chicago where they he had got all the inner city kids and gang members and changed them from being gang members to, you know, I won't get too much of the story out because you want to read the book. Okay. But yeah, he just, well, I'll, I'll leave it there because I don't want to give it too much of the book. It's a real good book, though, but yeah. It's about a guy named Robert Freeman. <laughs> you know, nice. Daniel Freeman. Dope ass book. Say Robert Freeman. No, no, Robert Freeman. That's granddad. That's granddad. Nah, Daniel Freeman. <laughs> the other book I read is a bunch of investment guide books. You know, I think right now okay. in the climate world, we should be buying some stock. We should, you know, get ourselves knowledgeable on stocks because sure. it's a time where a lot of stock prices are low and we should take advantage of that. You know, a lot of folks feel like you shouldn't buy when the economy is bad, but that's pretty much the best time to buy. Because you ain't going to see these low prices. After a couple of months or so, it's going to change around. You hold on to your stock for a year, sell it when it's hot. You know, that's the buy low, sell high mentality. So I've been trying to get myself knowledgeable on stocks. So investment guide books I've been reading. I think the stock market always been kind of weary during election years, ain't it? Yeah, during during election mm. year, those talking about um, uh, stocks during the Great Depression, right. about different companies that was, the stocks was like at 25 cents or at a dollar, these companies that are booming now, like, you know, so it's always a good thing to look into stocks when there's, like, a potential downturn on the economy, so, yeah. I'm trying to get knowledgeable right. on that front. All right. Banks, what you feeding your mind, bruv? Uh, what am I reading right now? Um, Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, I'm revisiting that. Uh, that's about basically people, um, substantial people who have been in different situations and their path that and things in their path that's affected them that has kind of put them in route to become what they've become so it's like looking at these small details and factors about that that have helped propel people so you, it kind of makes you look at your own life and see some things that you might have to your advantage that you didn't know you had or you know it's just opening up your perspective a little bit on that and outside of that, I'm reading Creative Quest, uh, Quest Love's book. Um, that talks about creativity, uh, art, being artistic, and it kind of shows his perspective on music and how he draws inspiration from different things and, 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 and that much. Um, but yeah, those are the two that I'm on right now. That's what I'm rocking with. So with the, the um, Quest Love book, I want to ask because, you know, everybody's creative in there own kind of unique way like True. everybody can't do like the, the putting the, the pen to the paper and create a beautiful work of art but they might can use their mind so does it talk about that like how do you acquire certain skills is it something that you're born with or it's kind of something that can be learned um a lot of it seems like a not born with raised with because it's your environment or what you come up around and mm -hmm. these things that draw your mind or your interests or things you heard growing up or something you seen growing up and it's your own creative process on it and how you grew into that. So that's kind of what the creativity part on that is what he's talking about. But um, it's also acquired because as we grow, we learn more. 
or we meet people who have a different perspective that opens us up to something. And, you know, we might meet somebody who knows more about us on, like, with him, he might have learned, met somebody who knew some more about drums, and now he learned something else on drums that he was already, you know, that he didn't know before. So I think that's what that perspective is with that, that book. That's a good pairing, though, because, like, you, you said outlines at first, the, the first book, you know, and outlines talk about the 10,000 hours. So you say more so how what you grew up with. So when you're growing up and you're, whether you're an artist drawing or you whether you're a beat maker or whether you're doing poetry, when you're growing up, you're putting in those ten hour, those ten thousand hours. Right, unconsciously. Unconsciously, yeah. Right. So that's how you're getting that that talent skill. So that's that's a good pairing between the two books, Outliers and the Quest Love book. See, I didn't even know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you didn't hit me with it. It's crazy though, because I just read something that was trying to debunk the ten thousand hours thing, really? like to become a master. Saying you don't need quite that much. It's like if you really put your focus. And when you're doing it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't like if you're a master of something, you don't look back and say, you know, I've reached my ten thousand hours. I'm a master. Right. It's just like nah. you put in the work. I think it's well. I think someone derived that ten thousand because they figure if you are at a young age starting off, yeah, it's like you know, like let's say for instance, you, you played football or and baseball when you was younger. So let's say for instance, you would have stuck with baseball instead of going into the football route. So you would have stuck at baseball when you was young and you grew up in the game. So essentially, that's somewhere in, in between from being a youth. To teenager to adulthood, yeah. that's 10,000 10, yeah. hours in mm-hmm. between unconsciously. So that's, you know, putting you, you can master that skill set because you done did it so long unconsciously. Right, yeah. second nature. Second nature. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Mm-hmm. All right, so for the, for me, as far as the books, um, I know I, I put it on the podcast when I went and got Relentless because, you know, Kobe Bryant had just passed and that was um, the author is the former trainer of Kobe Bryant. He not only trains Kobe Bryant, he trained Michael Jordan and Dwayne Wade. Um, I believe the boy's name is Tim Grover, but the book is called Relentless. And I, you know, definitely had time to finish it during this um pandemic. But this it's definitely a powerful book. Just that mindset of a champion, like that whole mama mentality. Mm. You can see it derived from a book like that. Like you, it's not a lot of people which um Tim Grover calls a cleaner. Like that's kind of like that mama mentality, that Jordan mindset. You don't see, you don't meet a lot of people walking around this earth that have that kind of mindset because it is intense, but it gets the results, like the high results. Right. So that that's definitely a book I finished during this time, and then I've been um, reading. It's like it's not really a book, but it's a book of poems called "Her" by um, Pierre Alex Jonti. He's Haitian, so sapase to all the Creoles out there. Sapa but it's say. just. Um, a book talking about you know these nice little poems to women and i know the description is like through his trials and tribulations of you know failed relationships and it's just a good book when you want to big up yourself on that level which i'm currently trying to do so that's something i've been reading as well preach yeah man preach yeah man all right so you know kind of moving on to the next thing how do we feel if another pandemic were to come, you know, God forbid, Lord Jesus, God forbid. <laughs> but <laughs> do you think we are more prepared because of the current state of things? Like let's say three years from now it's COVID 20, you know what I mean? Like, do you think we'll be prepared and not just saying us in this room, but us as a society? society? Nah, not entirely. I right, speak on it. Cause I feel like if three years go back, 
I think majority of us are just gonna fall back into the same Ooh. thing anyway. I, I, there's a lot of people that can't wait for things to open up and they're not really being conscious of everything that's going on or what it's taking. There's some people that's just not affected by it as much. So, you know, I think those people who are in a rush to get out who are antsy and, you know, anxious about everything, I think those people might need to look a little bit more inward and I think if something did come around three years from now, I think it's going to be the same thing. I mean, there's going to be some people that are stronger because they actually had to go through this. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, even as I've talked to, I've talked to a lot of people in these situations and just seeing where everybody's mind is because, you know, we're all different. So, but especially with elders, it's more like, man, I ain't never thought I'd see the day where we got to stay in the crib. Like, <laughs> you know, so to hear that. And, you know, actually dealing with it and knowing, like, this is our generation. This is something we're always going to look back and know we went through. You know, it's something to kind of, you can kind of build something from. You need to take some knowledge from this and take it forward. Yeah, you, just you saying that reminded me of that meme that is real popular right now when it's like back in the day when you was young, your mom be like, you know, don't worry, outside ain't going nowhere. Uh, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> now we're outside all the little kids, the meme looking out the window. Outside is gone. <laughs> outside been canceled. Yeah. Real. Mm-hmm. All right, what you saying, YBB? Uh, I'm going to say wavelength of banks. I feel like if something was to happen again, folks wouldn't be prepared for it because I feel like a, a lot of the route to the protest is, is, is for like financial reasons. So I Which think... Is, I would say that makes sense, though. But, I mean, that makes sense because you got to... The bills ain't stopping. Yeah, the bill's but, not stopping. But no, but, 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 but aside of that, it's like, you know proper budgeting and saving. I don't think nobody in the mindset was like big on saving a lot. A lot of folks, you know, when they, they go out, they, they go through a lot of money. You know, I'm, I me personally, I ain't going to treat somebody else, but I know me personally, I was going through a lot of money when I go, when I go out. So, so it's like, so <laughs> this time to sit down and actually, you know, you know, budget my money and save, I can see for myself, I know after this, I'm going I'm to move a little differently. But yeah. I think with, People as a whole, I just want to get back to that sense where you know, hey, I could go out and just, you know, mess some money up, go ahead and spend on the bar, go ahead and have a good time and at the word be carefree. Cause I know I'll go back to work and I I get it right back in two back, weeks. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of thing. But I feel like, like Banks was saying, I feel like you know a lot of folks are not gonna really uh, use this time to take heed and do little little thinking, looking inward to see, hey. How can I move a little differently after this? I think once things get lifted up, it's like, hey, who we back out here again? Hey, Miguel, buy eighteen shots at the bar, <laughs> that kind of thing. So it's like I don't feel like nobody's gonna. If it's that short, of, if it's that short of a time, I think nobody's gonna ask. Great as eighteen shots at the bar sounds, I'm not really with it right now. Yeah, yeah I'm right not. <laughs> what you thinking? I mean, like I'm looking at it from a lot of different angles, man. Just yeah. through you know, going on various websites and different blogs and just hearing a bunch of different people's thoughts. Like, I, I think that's something I want to encourage everybody to do as well. Like, don't just listen to the people that you know are going to be in agreement with what you say. Like, the way you think, you kind of want to get different people's perspectives, perspectives, you know, to bring it all, you know, full circle. So as far as, you know, if it were to happen again, like, I think the world has to move differently. But I say that to say this. The people that are in power don't want things to change, but yet right. change is the only constant. And let me let me explain. Let me break it down. Let me paint the picture for you. So there's this thing that I've been reading about. It's a stupid movie that I would never see, but Trolls World Tour. So it was supposed to come out in the theaters, right? 
Yeah, it's a cartoon. Troll doll? Okay. Yeah, like, like the animated <laughs> yeah, joint, right? Yeah, yeah. So they came right. out straight to, to video or straight to a streaming platform. Yeah. And they made like $95 million. So they looked at the figures. If it would have came out in the theaters, it would have. they would have to make like a hundred and let's say hundred and seventy to make that, that same, same ninety five because they got to give their cut to the theaters, right? Yeah. So now the theater AMC in particular is saying, who who's the the, the production company? I want to say it's Universal. They're saying they don't want to show any more Universal films in right. their theaters because mm-hmm. of this situation right here. Oh, mm. I feel you. Because they had an agreement or whatever. They say you're supposed to wait like three or six months after it's been in the theater. So, I, like I, what I said, what I alluded to in the beginning. The people that are in power don't want things to change, but yet they must change because of this situation right here. Why would any production company put their stuff in the in the movie theater when they could go straight to the consumer, cut out the middleman, but make more like, money, save more money? It's pretty hypocritical if you don't want it to change. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. We we're gonna be like not just as far as us being in the position to not be in a better situation for let's say the next you know pandemic, but like I said, the people that are in power, they don't want things to change because they got comfortable. Yeah. But innovation always disrupts it. Like I want to be a disruptor. As you like, um, big up EYL. We are big proponents of what they doing with Straight their up, podcast. Yeah. yeah. But they always talk about how the biggest car company in the world doesn't own a car. Uber. The biggest hotel company doesn't own any hotels. Uh, was it? Talking about um. Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. So they've changed the game. They've disrupted the current situation. And I feel like with something like this movie situation, moving forward, if if other production companies are smart, they're like, why are we going to put our movies in these AMC theater, these Regal theaters, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. to have to wait six months so we can get it straight to the consumer? Like, why are we helping them get money? But that's the, the way it's been. Mm-hmm. But things have to change. Things have to change. And... Like we were saying, with us, maybe saving a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you are living paycheck to and it's crazy. You know people living paycheck to paycheck that's still at the bar, still at crazy. the club every week, but then want to complain they ain't got no dough. Come on now, we gotta like you like y'all both said, inward look, perspective, and we gotta be better. But going back to my point, the way things are being ran before coronavirus. They should be changing, and the people in power are not going to like that. So I'm kind of curious to see how things are going to change if they do. They should change, but let's see how it goes. I also want to mention that those companies you mentioned, uh, Uber, uh, Airbnb. Airbnb, these businesses were formed during our last economic, uh, during the recession. Yeah. So, you know, now is a time where more things like this are going to be created. And you're saying the powers that be are going to be fighting against. Oh, yeah. That's why I say it's hypocritical. It's like this is going to generate capital, but you don't want it to happen. But it's something that must happen. (laughs) So what are you really trying to? They want to keep they want to keep the pot to them, man. Like that's how that's how it's always been. The powers that be want to keep the power, keep the wealth with their little group. They don't want to. They don't, they don't have that abundance mentality like we've yeah. always said. Mm-hmm. There's enough out here for all of us to get it. But a certain a certain section of the population want to just keep everything with them. And they feel otherwise. Yeah. yeah. But innovation is going to be the disruptor. Like somebody right now working on it, working on something new that's going to come out. And it's, you know, whether it be a, a few months from now, whether it be next year, that's going to change some industry. And the old guards are not going to like it. Big facts.
Hmm. <laughs> Pour me a shot. Let me get a shot, man. While I be with this song. <laughs> I apologize, people. I apologize. So good. Knock the rust off. I apologize dearly. But, you know, to give on a lot of note, why uh, DJ pour his shot of tequila. Um, what y'all guys think about these DJs, these live DJs? Is it, that's IG live DJs, Facebook live DJs? I think I it's been pretty dope. Um, you know, a way to still kind of keep a party going in your crib. I think D-Nice has just opened up a whole another platform. And, of course, when he did that, there's more people to follow that's going to do it. I was um, cool with just D-Nice. When everybody else came out with that stuff, like, come on, bro. Yeah. I was, you, you know, played you know how it goes. Once one person do it, more people are going to do it. I mean, I'm for whatever that's opening up everything and helping everybody else that's doing something. So, um, along with that, shout out to our guy, DJ Midnight. I've seen he's been doing it on the regular. Shout out. Yeah, shout he's out been DJ. doing it on the regular. I've tuned in with him a couple of times. Um, he hmm. also, um, I think he spoke with DJ Envy and they had, like, spoke or something. And something had transpired between them and, um... That's a good look, period. You know, people connecting. DJ Envy's is high up DJ on the Breakfast Club, Power 98. I mean, not Power 98, Power 105. And um, and he's reaching out to our guy here in Charlotte, Power 98. Yeah, just another person want to big up uh, DJ Fannie Mae because she's done uh -huh. something similar. But, you know, with me, just going back to the last segment, innovation is the key. Yeah. She's been doing that uh, brunch yeah, on Sundays, like... You know what I mean? Kind of going, trying to go with her theme of the sainted theme. Yeah. So she's, you know, carving her own lane. Like, if it, I can't wait till we can talk more about Fannie Mae, but she's definitely an individual that's carving, carving out her own lane. And I, I definitely rock with her. I fuck with it. So shout out Fannie Mae. Shout out. Shout out. What about you, YBB? Like, I, I told you my stance. I, I, I was cool with, with D Nice. <laughs> my, my, my thing is, like, like you said, back to what you were saying, innovation. If you're gonna do your do it and do it at your own, do your own spin on it, as opposed to just like doing the, the direct copy. I'm not yeah. cool with the direct copy. I'm cool with the if you do it and you have your own spin on it. It's cool. You make it. You got. I don't know how you. you, know, you make it your own. Make it your own. You make yeah, it your yeah. own. I'm cool with that. But if it's like it's the same direct, the, the exact copy of somebody else, why you know go for the carbon copy when you go for yeah, the original? You, you know what I'm saying? Inspired. You can't you duplicate. You can't uh, duplicate. It's inspired. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's my stance on mm -hmm. you. As long as you are. Being innovative and you're doing that your own, your own way, then I'm cool with it. But if it's, it's a, if it's a copper copper, I'm not for it though. You just can just take the D nice. That was it. <laughs> My book. <laughs> yeah, that. He can't get all the views. He can't get all the love though. It's all. It's all he was rocking DJs. out though. Hey, you know I'm saying lie. like these these lower tier DJs. Not even to call them <laughs> lower tier, but these other DJs out here, they want to. You know, it's quarantine season, so they still got to get they they rocks off as well. So they see they see somebody else that's successful. They want to emulate. The same thing, but you know, what I, I was told by one of my, and this is an old older coworker, yeah. and she was talking about um, a pack of dogs. She said, "If you're not the lead dog, you're just looking at some ass." Hey, factual. <laughs> like, factual. Who, look at your scenery. Right. Now I mean, so you kind of want to lead the pack. So, yeah. big up to all the the innovators, the disruptors out there doing their thing big them up. because that's what's needed yeah. at a time like this. We need that. Yeah, so you know, just thinking about that, like this, this going off the top of the head, like right. what can we do in this time to kind of lead lead the pack as far as Charlotte podcast to do something innovative to give to the supporters, to the listeners. I mean, we can put podcasts out, but you know, can we do something more? I mean, I figure, I feel like we're on the road to doing that. You know, I think we was on the road to doing that before this whole Corona thing came out. 
Um, but like one of Banks' things, one of Banks' sayings is um, the game is to be sold, not told. So, I mean, I feel like after this Rona mess passes through, you're going to see what we, what we do as far as, you know, growing the podcast as far as being innovative in the game because I see Big Bro Goose a little <laughs> but um, <laughs> for the record out Snoop Dogg I ain't come up with that game is oh, sold, well, you know, I, I got from Banks I got yeah, I got bigger than Banks I got it from the OG an OG alright so but um, yeah I feel like after this whole Corona thing is finished we're gonna start putting that in motion like and you really show, as opposed to the saying, we got to be innovative. We're going to show how innovative we're going to be. We, we, you know how we, we sit down in a room, we talk about it, we have it in our group chat, we text about it. As soon as this thing passes over, we're going we're gonna to get to the motion. We, we have some things in the, in the books lined up. It's going to be real nice for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're in, that, we're in that time right now where I know we was talking to Elevator J, shout out to Elevator J, about how shout him out. and yes, the Nero and the baby, they're, they're the guys who's like building that culture for music for Charlotte. I feel like us, Free Lunch, a couple other podcasts, they're, we're building that culture for Charlotte. So I feel like, you know what, we, when all this thing passes, we're going to see, well, you know, so what's going to happen? Okay. Where the chips going to fall? I think that's a, a good place to conclude this Pan, uh, panda episode. Pan episode. Pan episode for it. All right, so good folks, Jack of All Spades Nation, you know where you can find us at. Mm-hmm. Jack of All Spades CLT on IG. You can also find us on Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel. We do. Anchor.fm for all your streaming podcast needs, whether that's iTunes, whether that's Google Play, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Breaker. I mean, pretty much any and everything, you can shout us and we'll shout back. You know, as always, I am the beloved one. I be Blue Water Banks, Banks on the Beat, all that, Fat Boy Tires. Everybody keep uh, keep striving through this pandemic. Uh, keep fighting. Keep doing you. Uh, keep your head up, stay strong. And this is Ken YBB, Proud of Africa, POF Africa. Shout out South Sudan again. Like I said, from here on out, we're coming with the energy. DJ closes out. Energy, energy, energy. Energy. Let's not forget Big Bro Gooch on the camera too. Always Big Bro Gooch. <laughs> feet out. Yeah, yeah. Feet the out. He on the beach already. Big but come on, come on, film. You know how we close this thing out. Yeah. Like the great Fife Dog said. Fife. Rest in peace, man. Malik Taylor. Tell your mother. Tell mm-hmm. your father. Send mm-hmm. a telegram, and we out. <laughs>